This is Jeff with Bandits LSU Sports Blog with a soapbox for February 3rd, 2010. Well, Tiger fans, National Signing Day for 2010 is in the books. LSU ended on a really positive note. Very good class in the books. Much better than the class they entered the day with because they filled two concern areas that most folks were pretty uh, cons- pretty worried about leading into the day. We'll cover that. We'll talk about the National Signing Day surprises for the Tigers. We'll talk about each of the commitments and kind of cover where they fit into the scheme of things over the next year or two. We'll also look at the 2011 class, which is already filling out with some really high-quality Louisiana talent. And uh, finally, we'll cover a coaching change that was announced today by the LSU staff. Entering National Signing Day, LSU had a good class on the books, and most folks thought that they would end up uh, somewhere near the top ten, maybe slightly out of it. There were two uh, big glaring, not glaring, but two big uh, gaps in the recruiting class. One was wide receiver, mostly because uh, Justin Hunter, great wide receiver, out of Virginia, and Mike Davis, uh, another great wide receiver out of Texas, initially committed to LSU, but both decommitted mid-recruiting uh, mid season and ended up at uh, Tennessee and Texas, respectively. And so folks are worried about that. The fact that Jarrett Fobbs, um, a wide receiver out of Louisiana, that the Tigers went after uh, sort of last minute, um, and did not we did not appear they were having any success, so that was kind of concerning, folks. And then also Trevon Reed uh, out of Thibodeau, who's a fantastic athlete. The LSU just could not secure his commitment. It looked very it was very strong possibility he's going to re- wind up at Auburn, which he did. Folks are really worried about the wide receiver spot. So that's one one weakness of the class, at least a perceived weakness. Another perceived weakness was defensive line. There was some there's some talent on in the defensive line class, but the the uh, defection of Cassius Marsh, who committed to LSU early but ended up uh, decommitting and going to UCLA to stay closer to home, that defection really uh, impacted the class, and LSU was having a really difficult time making any headway. At least it appeared they were. In, uh, in filling that gap. And so it looked like we we're going to have some defensive line prospects, but not the kind of numbers and quality that uh, Tiger fans are used to having. So there's some concern going into the day. But mostly we thought we'd have a good class at the end of the day, and we were just kind of really hoping that LSU would not lose any commitments a la Jansen Jackson in the 2009 class. As it turned out, Les Miles and his staff pulled some uh, some surprises today. Um, the first surprise when I woke up this morning was J.C. Copeland, who's a great defensive end out of LaGrange, Georgia. He's actually the teammate of uh, Brandon Worley, who's been a longtime fullback commit, uh, one of the very first guys to commit to the Tigers. Um, and uh, he was initially, Copeland, the defensive lineman, was initially committed to Tennessee. He decommitted and uh, made a visit, and he had a great visit to LSU. He raved about it, but when he got back home, uh, it looked like all things were pointing to him staying with Tennessee. Well, this morning we found out that Copeland actually decided to commit with the Tigers, so fantastic fill for the defensive line. And I kind of thought, well, there's your defensive line, Phil. 
so what about the wide receivers? Well, before the wide receivers came in, we also got a surprise commitment from J.R. Ferguson. Uh, he goes by Ego, Ego Ferguson. He's from uh, Chatham, Virginia. Uh, he goes to the Hargrave Military Academy, uh, and he's a fantastic prospect, a four-star, one of the very best defensive ends, uh, and some, some services are calling him a defensive tackle in the country. And uh, most folks did not think he was going to commit to LSU. It looked for a while like he LSU was in the hunt. But then late in the game, everyone seemed to think that he was headed out to California. Well, this morning, he uh, on national TV on ESPN, he put on a purple LSU hat. And uh, Ego Ferguson is now a Tiger. Fantastic. Fills out our defensive line uh, very well. well. We'll go through the defensive line here in just a little bit. But it's a great addition to the team. Most folks started to to wonder about Jarrett Fobbs towards uh, the end of uh, the beginning of the week. It looked like uh, we were starting to get more and more rumors that he was considering uh, decommitting from A&M and committing to LSU. And in fact, uh, early in the day before LSU received his commitment, there were lots of rumors that he had called the A&M staff and decommitted. Fobbs is a kid who um, LSU was on early, but for a defensive back commitment, he didn't like that. He wanted to play wide receiver, and so uh, A&M picked him up. He's a three-star. Uh, one service has him as a four-star. Very good athlete. I think he's uh, probably underrated by the recruiting services. Uh, he looks very good, but at any rate, uh, Fobbs is uh, a tiger now. He, he basically pulled the trigger and switched from Texas A&M to LSU. So there's another switch. The final switch uh, was sort of predicted. It had been talked about in the services for a while. Looked like it was maybe a done deal, but was being held quiet. And that's Kadron Boone, a uh, kid out of Ocala, Florida. He initially committed to Texas Tech, and then he decommitted. And there was some talk for a while that LSU was pretty much leading the pack uh, for his services. The key here is um, Billy Gonzalez, Coach Gonzalez. From uh, He was initially the, uh, or he was recently, the wide receiver coach at Florida. Coach Gonzalez is now an LSU coach, and he had recruited this kid while he was at Florida. So uh, once uh, once Coach Gonzalez became a Tiger coach, Cadron uh, obviously um, wanted to become a Tiger, wanted to be coached by uh, by uh, Coach Gonzalez, and he made the switch. So LSU fills out its wide receiver core. Again, we, we have some very good uh, wide receivers in that class now, and we'll cover those here in just a little bit. So a big, big deal. LSU went from uh, having a, an average class, average to good class, to having a very good class, one of the best in the country. They end up uh, number six in one recruiting service, number eight in the other. And, uh, and the most important thing is that the Tigers filled some positions of need. So next, what we'll do is take a look at uh, the class by each position and talk a little bit about the guys, their, uh, the likelihood that they'll redshirt and how they fill needs in the, in the overall roster. Tigers only really recruited one quarterback this season, this recruiting season, and he committed early. His name is Zach Lee. He's uh, from McKinney, Texas. Six foot four, 195 pounds, sort of a pro-style uh, quarterback. He looks really good in his film. He's uh, he's a great baseball player as well. He's expected to play baseball for LSU. In fact, he's so good at baseball that most folks thought that he would uh, get drafted in Major League uh, Baseball draft and end up not playing football in, in college at all. However, all things point to uh, Zach Lee actually signing 
committing to LSU, reporting to school, and uh, and playing football for the Tigers. So it looks like uh, LSU's got a great uh, quarterback for the roster. Expect him to redshirt. There's a lot of quarterbacks in front of him, and unless uh, there's some serious injury issues during the season, we expect uh, Chris Garrett to probably provide that number three quarterback behind Jordan Jefferson and um, and Jarrett Lee. So great pickup in Zach Lee, but we expect him to redshirt. Running back was a definite position of need in this class. The Tigers lost Keelan Williams and Charles Scott, uh, and with the injury to Richard Murphy uh, and um, and only a couple other running backs on the roster, the LSU definitely needed to pick up some running backs here. Of course, the Tigers were really going hard after Lake Seastrunk, but that didn't work out. Seastrunk ended up going to uh, Oregon, and uh, that's a whole other drama we can cover another time. But the bottom line is uh, LSU picked up some fantastic running backs. Probably the best uh, running back in the, in the group is an athlete. Uh, on the board named Spencer Ware. This kid's out of Ohio. He's a five-star in one service, a four-star in the other. He played quarterback in high school, uh, and he is a steal, absolute steal by the staff out of a part of the country that LSU no doesn't normally recruit very well. Um, Ware is uh, 5'11". He's 220 pounds. He's a big kid. He's physically ready to play, and uh, I think he's going to turn into that Charles Scott type of uh, running back. He He's very fast. He hits the whole fast. He doesn't mind blocking. He's a physical player. He doesn't have high top end speed, but then, then again, neither did Charles Scott. So he's he's the kind of running back that uh, LSU seems to like, and I really expect him to not redshirt. I really think uh, we're going to see Spencer Ware see some, some playing time early this year. Another pure running back that uh, the Tigers picked up is a kid named Jakari Gore out of Miami, Florida. You may recognize that last name, Gore. His, uh, he's got a relative that plays in the NFL, Frank Gore. He's a, he's a small kid. Uh, one service has him listed at 5'10", 170. Um, I've seen some numbers uh, that are below 5'10", in terms of height. So I think that kept some people off of him. He's, uh, he's rated as a three-star in one service, a four-star in the other. Uh, but if you look at this kid's film, he's really fast, really shifty. Again, he doesn't have that Trendon Holiday uh, fifth gear kind of speed. He doesn't. He's not a track speed kind of guy, but he's definitely got awesome football speed. So I look for um, for Jakari Gore to be another contributor as a freshman. I doubt he redshirts. Uh, special teams uh, and just sort of change of pace kind of guy. I think he's going to be very good and a great get for the Tigers. Another running back is Alfred Blue out of Hanville. Uh, he's a three-star. He's he's a tall kid, tall and lanky, lanky at 6'2", 203, uh, and he's got good speed, 4'5 speed. He's a natural running back. I think he's slightly underrated as a three-star, but another good round-out get for the Tigers. I expect Blue, uh, unlike the other two, is definitely going to get a red shirt. And then the running back class, but really more of a fullback, is Brandon Worley. Besides Ware, this is probably the kid that I'm most excited about uh, in terms of the backs. Uh, you need to look at this guy's film. I think there's some good uh, film on, uh, on YouTube. You don't have to be in the recruiting services. But Worley is a bruiser. He loves the block. He's uh, deceptively fast for a 240-pound guy. And uh, he is going to be a major contributor for LSU. He may redshirt, but th with the need at fullback and his uh, size, he's already ready to play. If he can pick up the playbook, 
then I expect Brandon Worley to be a contributor pretty quickly in the program. The problem is I don't think he's going to enroll early, so he probably won't be part of spring ball. So hopefully he can get a hold of the playbook, he can learn fast, because the Tigers need a good fullback, and this guy might be it. Wide receiver was another position of need in this class. We've already sort of talked about that a little bit, and uh, initially we were, wor- that, you know, most people were worried about it, but it ends up that the Tigers filled this position pretty well. We've talked about Kendron Boone. It, uh, this kid is uh, 6'1", 190 pounds. He's very fast, uh, but mostly he's a physical uh, wide receiver. He's great in space. He catches everything that's thrown at him. He seems like he runs really good routes. His film shows him blocking really well. Uh, physically, this guy looks like he can play right off the bat. So it remains to be seen, uh, but he may be a guy who does not redshirt. The other guy that uh, LSU picked up that everybody's high on is a kid out of Bell Chase named James Wright. Another six foot two uh, guy. He's a little bit thin uh, at 180 pounds, but good speed uh, and uh, really good w- with his hands on the ball. The third wide receiver in the class is uh, maybe the diamond in the rough of the whole group. He's a kid named Armin Williams, uh, and he's out of Slidell, Louisiana. This kid decommitted from uh, his original school. He was, he was originally committed to Arkansas, and uh, the Razorbacks are really bummed that LSU stole him from, uh, from their commitment class. He's six foot three, 185 pounds. He's deceptively fast. He's a, a track high jump champion in uh, in Louisiana and he is going to be a superb athlete for the for the Tigers. Look for him to redshirt his first year, but uh I anticipate we're going to be hearing a lot more out of Armin Williams as an LSU Tiger in the future. LSU picked up two commitments from guys who will likely be tried out as tight ends uh in the in the future at LSU. The first commitment, and he signed very early, was a guy named Nick Jacobs out of Manny, Louisiana. He's a big kid, 6'5", 245. Uh, he runs about a 4'8", 40, and uh, he looks like he just looks like a tight end. Now, there's a, there's a chance, because of his size and his blocking ability, that he could grow into an offensive lineman, but uh, for now, Nick James, Jacobs is listed as a tight end. The other guy is the brother of Richard Dixon, Travis Dixon. Uh, obviously, he's got tight end lineage in his blood. He's 6'3", 235, but he's also got, uh, he's going to get some looks on the defensive side of the ball. He's a pretty uh, mean defensive end, and actually for my money, his defensive end film looks a little better than his tight end film. But I guess it just depends on what the need is when the coaches get take a look at him. But those are our two tight ends, Travis Dixon and Nick Jacobs. Offensive line recruiting is always critical. There's five of those guys on the field at any one time, and uh, so the team needs a lot of good offensive linemen. And uh, LSU picked up a couple of really good ones and uh, maybe a project or two in this class. Top in the class is a guy named Evan Washington out of Texas. He's already enrolled at LSU. He's 6'5", 290, big kid. Uh, his film is great, and he's likely already physically ready to uh, to play. So he may not redshirt, uh, depending on how the offensive line depth goes this year because he's going to see spring training. Second guy that looks promising is a kid named Elliot Porter. Another big kid, 6'4". He's already 280 pounds. Uh, very athletic. Uh, he's out of Wagam in Louisiana and uh, expecting good things out of him. Third offensive lineman is a guy named Cameron Fordham out of Duluth, Georgia. He's uh, 6'4", 243. Uh, he amazingly runs a 4'6". 740 so he's quick he's a guy who played tight end in high school and uh, he's going to get a look at center is what uh, folks are thinking for LSU
That rounds out the uh, offensive side of this class. Uh, there's a couple of athletes who could play on both sides of the ball, but the remain I'm going to list them on the defense because most folks think these guys are going to play defense for the Tigers. Let's look at the linebackers first. Luke Muncy out of uh, Klein, Texas. He's 6'3", 215. Fantastic athlete. Fast um, and uh, does really, really well in pass coverage. Some folks think he could uh, he could be a safety one day, uh, but right now he's listed as linebacker. He was recruited that way for LSU. Expect him to redshirt to uh, gain a little bit of experience, also based on the fact that LSU's got quite a lot of linebackers in front of him. Another linebacker's name is uh, DJ Welter, another kid out of Louisiana, Crawley, Louisiana. Uh, 6'1", 225, a little bit smaller, uh, but a fantastic athlete, another fast kid and it'll be interesting to see how he develops. The third linebacker uh, is Justin Macklin. He's the four star. He's recruited as either a defensive end or an outside linebacker. Uh, he's 6'4", 215. He runs a 4'5", Fantastic athlete. Recruited by a whole bunch of schools throughout the country. So a great get out of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, most folks think he's going he's gonna to basically turn into a defensive end. We'll see. But uh, he played linebacker in high school. Leading the defensive lineman in this class is Jordan Allen out of West Monroe, Louisiana. Four-star, one of the very best defensive linemen in the country. He's big, 6'6", 266. Uh, he's mean. He's very aggressive. He loves to hit. Smart kid. Um, a lot of folks think he may end up on the offensive side of the ball. I, for one, think that LSU is going to give him every chance to be a dominating uh, defensive lineman. He's, uh, he's tall and rangy, and he could also you know, bulk up a little bit more and end up as a defensive tackle. We've, we've talked about J.C. Copeland and uh, J.R. Ferguson, the two signing day surprises. Both of these guys are uh, fantastic athletes. I look for Copeland to probably redshirt and uh, Ferguson may, because of his experience and, uh, and his size and just his athletic ability, uh, we may see Ferguson get a, a test at defensive end right off the bat. We've already talked about Justin Macklin. He's a linebacker, but he also could be tried at defensive end. Another guy who uh, who could see some work on the in the defensive end position is Houston Bates. However, it looks like Bates is going to gray shirt to uh, round out the class, so we won't see him this year. We'll probably see him next year. Dexter Blackman is another guy who's committed, but uh, as of this time, unsigned. He's a three-star out of Selma, Alabama. 6'2", 265. Probably a little bit of a work in progress. Expect to see Blackman uh, redshirt this year. The last defensive uh, line prospect is a guy named Ken Adams. He's a junior college transfer. He's originally from Wesson, Mississippi. Big kid, 6'5", 240. He runs a 4'7", 40. Very athletic. Uh, expect him to get a look at defensive end early uh, in the season. The Tigers seem to have no trouble recruiting defensive backs, and this year's no exception. Leading the list is Eric Reed, a safety out of Geismar, Louisiana. Big kid, 6'2", 210, smart, uh, fast. He is uh, a hard hitter. He's always around the ball, and it looks to me like he's going to get a chance to play, uh, if not on special teams, then uh, maybe as a nickel or dime back if he learns the, uh, learns the program quickly enough. Tyrion Matthew is a defensive back out of New Orleans. Uh, he's smallish, 5'10", 175, but fast, very, very athletic. Another highly touted guy, uh, a national recruit, and a great get for LSU in the defensive backfield. 
Sam Gibson is probably going to be another one of the safety prospects. He uh, he was a quarterback out of Prattville, Alabama. He's 6'2", 200. He's very fast. Uh, he runs a 4'4", 40, uh, and which tells you that he probably could play cornerback as well if he's got the, the as they call it, the hips to for the position. But bottom line is Gibson is probably going to see time on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, with that speed, he probably could also see some special teams time if he can return punts and kicks. Another guy for the defensive backfield, Ronnie Vinson, 5'11", 186 pounds out of New Orleans. Another fast guy, definitely going to be a cornerback. Um, with the depth at cornerback at LSU, very likely that he'll redshirt. However, he's another kid who's probably big enough and good enough to play early. And then Tharold Simon is probably the guy uh, in the defensive backfield that most people are talking about right now, simply because... Folks are talking about him as a cornerback, and he's six foot four. He's a freakish athlete. He's a high jumper. He's um, very um, fast, and uh, it looks like he's going to be something special at LSU. Because of his, uh, he's kind of thin, and uh, because he's sort of a work in progress. Uh, expect uh, Simon is probably going to redshirt, but he could be something special to watch in the years to come. Last but not least, LSU's got, had a long line of outstanding kickers, and uh, the kicker in this class is a guy named Brad Wing. He's out of Baton Rouge, but he's uh, interestingly, he's an Australian. He's listed as a three-star. He's kind of a tall kid for a kicker, 6'3", 175 pounds. He's also a punter, so we'll have to see how he fills out the depth chart, but Brad Wing is, rounds out the class as the kicker. Well, that rounds out to your uh, 2010 recruiting class. Like I said, it's uh, it went from a good class to a great class in one day. The only two guys on that uh, roster we're going to see in the spring that I know of are Ken Adams, that defensive end uh, junior college transfer, and Evan Washington, who's already enrolled at LSU. The rest of the guys, um, I expect uh, just about half the class to th to two-thirds of the class are red shirt. The guys I think that definitely uh, stand a very good chance of not red shirting uh, are Jakari Gore, uh, Brandon Worley, and Spencer Ware. There's some guys on the defensive side of the ball who probably have a chance. J.R. Ferguson is one of those. I doubt Ken Adams red shirts either. He's a J J.C. transfer. He's got a lot of size and speed, and LSU's got a need on the defensive line for some depth. So I don't expect him to red shirt either. Anyway, this is a great uh, sort of bridge class to 2011. Um, it provides a lot of depth and a lot of, uh, a lot of options for the coaching staff. And with that, uh, let's take a quick look at what's in already in the 2011 class it's it's surprisingly already a very good class Two thousand and ten was considered a little bit of a down year in Louisiana. By contrast, two thousand eleven looks to be rich with talent. We're expecting at least three or four uh, top one hundred players out of Louisiana, maybe more. Of those guys, uh, some headliners: Liel Collins is a Baton Rouge offensive lineman, huge mountain man of an offensive lineman, mean, uh, great blocker, huge talent. We expect him to be, uh, you know, a, a blue chip prospect next year and almost a shoe-in for a five-star. He's 6'5", 285, and he committed to LSU. Uh, is already a commitment to LSU. The other offensive lineman in the class is a guy named Corey White, also out of Baton Rouge, another big guy, 6'5", 308, and uh, he's expected to be a, a highly touted recruit as well. Remaining on the offensive side of the ball, the running backs, 
pretty much LSU, if the commitments stand, LSU is done for running back uh, for the next two years. Jeremy Hill is a 6'1", guy out of Baton Rouge. Uh, great north-south runner. He's uh, he, he looks like more of a uh, Charles Scott type of guy. We expect him to be a four-star type of running back next year. Kenny Hilliard is the uh, is related to Dalton Hilliard. He's out of Patterson, Louisiana, and he's uh, he's a little bit smaller, six foot two eighteen, but uh, superb running back. These both of these guys, their film, if you can get a hold of it, is well worth watching. Jarvis Landry is going to be one of the top recruits in the nation. Expect him to be somewhere in the top ten of the uh, of everybody's top one hundred. He's five eleven. 180 pounds out of Lutcher, Louisiana, but that size is deceiving because you need to watch this kid play. He is one of the most hardworking and uh, talented athletes I've seen in a long time. Uh, his film just... As you watch his film, you just get a feeling that the kid loves to play football. Just an amazing athlete. He's going to be highly touted. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to try to steal him from Louisiana. Uh, the other wide receiver on the books uh, right now is a guy named Terrence McGee out of Franklinton, Louisiana. A little smallish, 5'8", 190, kind of a scat back kind of guy. Uh, but he is also committed to uh, to LSU. There's only one defensive commit at this time, uh, but it's a guy who's uh, already highly regarded. In fact, he was uh, initially committed to Tennessee. His name is Anthony Johnson. Goes by uh, the nickname of Freak, and that ought to tell you all you need to know about this kid. He's 6'4", 300 pounds, already uh, and he is going to be uh, quite a load on the defensive side of the ball uh, as a high school senior. It's going to be fun to watch all these guys play. They're already committed so there'll be lots of attention on them as the year goes on. So LSU's already got seven commits. They're all very good players. 2011 is going to be a, a fun year. LSU's not going to have that many commitments to uh, to to take, they won't be able to have that many letters of intent signed uh, in 2011. So they're going to have the pick of the litter of a very, very talented Louisiana class. Well, folks, that's your National Signing Day for 2010. It's a fantastic turn, uh, turn of events for LSU as Les Miles and his staff closes out uh, a surprisingly good class in what was deemed to be a down year in Louisiana. Just a quick editorial note, um, Les Miles has been under a lot of heat, some of it deservedly so, because the Tigers had a couple of mediocre seasons over the last two years. Personally, I think a lot of that has to do with the quarterback issues that the Tigers have had, but the coaching staff has taken a lot of a brunt, and uh, as they should from a leadership standpoint, uh, that you know you can't avoid taking that bad blame on your shoulders. Gary Croton is also under a lot of fire uh, as the offensive coordinator, but Les Miles in true fashion, loyal to his coaches, and uh, he's sticking with Croton. I think this will be the year uh, we're going to take we're going to find out whether uh, it really is a coaching issue or not. Jordan Jefferson, uh, by now, should be coached up and ready to play uh, as an SEC-caliber quarterback. So if the Tigers have a weak offense this year, there's no excuse. The offensive line should have some experience on it. Uh, the playmakers uh, like jo uh, Russell Shepard, Jordan Jefferson, Reuben Randall, uh, and a lot of other names have uh, have some bumps and bruises on them and uh, they're SEC seasoned and they should be ready to go. So Les Miles, uh, this is this is a year for him to prove his his detractors wrong, that he's uh, not just a great recruiter, which he ended up uh, 
proving yet again with this class, but that he's also um, been slightly underestimated in terms of uh, the challenges that he's had to deal with and that he can coach these guys to a successful season in the SEC West. Last point of business for this soapbox uh, is is along the lines of coaching, and that's a coaching change. Uh, I didn't see this coming, and I I read a lot about LSU football, and I and I didn't see anybody mention it, and that is that uh, Coach Dan Yanowski, who was the tight end coach this year, this is his first year on the staff, uh, is going to return to Memphis where he's coached before to work for former LSU coach Larry Porter, who's now the Memphis head coach. So Yanowski leaves uh, after uh, one year on the staff. Uh, he's He was the tight ends coach this year. He was also the recruiting coordinator. Um, and uh, But now he's gone, and so we wish him all, all the best. And it'll be interesting to see who Les Miles and his staff pick up to fill uh, coaching vacancy on the LSU uh, coaching roster. All right, Tiger fans, that is it for the first edition of the Bandits LSU Sports Soapbox. Tune in for more podcasts on the blog, which is www.lsutigerbait.blogspot.com, or you can download the podcast on iTunes at Bandits LSU Sports.